could you reply that in the email? I don't think so. Mm, I'm going to have to insist that you do. Mm, um, the only thing is, I still don't know what, like, my schedule is going to be. Sure. Uh, so, um, but other than that, like, yeah, if we figure out a time that works for everybody, I'm down. Okay, cool. Can you reply in the thread? <laughs> we'll see. So, l- let me explain. Like, because, A, those guys are both thinking, only Mary has replied, I don't have to. <laughs> and And, B... Before we start scheduling, I want everyone to reply yes so that we can start scheduling. I want right. activity you know in the thread. You see, logistically, it makes sense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of your, I'm gonna take care of your concerns. I'm replying to all right now. Are you gonna say something snooty like Sam eats farts? Of course, of course not. Oh. Are you gonna why say? Would I, why would I do something like that? Are you gonna say yes? Sam is making me say yes. No, I. How childish, Samuel. Oh, no. <laughs> just gonna draw a dick. Mm-hmm. Oh, seems like you got an email, My maybe. phone just buzzed. Oh, that's weird. Were you gonna draw a dick before I suggested that you were gonna draw a dick? I was, yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was in the middle of the jizz stream when you said dick. The <laughs> sun <laughs> Tuesday Tuesday podcast episode 224. I'm Sam Ginsberg and here is Tyler Dryblatt. Hey everybody, so it's me Tyler Dryblatt and apparently a hilarious new intro from Sam. Yes. This one really got you Mary. Well he like, I don't know if you can hear it on the podcast, but he like breathed in like very like I don't know, intensely at one point, and it just, like, got me. It was, like, he was really feeling the intro. No, so that wouldn't get picked up because, much like Chocolate Rain, I move uh, away my from head away from the microphone to take breaths. Dude, Tayson Day followed me on Twitter, and I don't know why. <laughs> what? I don't know why. Okay, well, I swear to God, it's the verified account. And now that's the whole episode. I don't so... know why. I didn't, I don't tweet a lot. I just tweet about how there's not an Animal Crossing for the Switch, and then one day Tayson Day followed me. Well, you know that they are coming out with a, uh, I know, a mobile game. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Also, Stardew Valley. So, yeah, just play that instead. It's she, really she, good. She can't waste this hot Animal Crossing content on something that isn't her Twitter, obviously. Obviously, because I can't get those I mean, you could just follows. post a link to the episode. You get, you get Tejan right. to oh, listen to Oh, should I get Tejan you to listen to right. our show? Sorry, did I ruin the intro? No, that was, that was terrific. Oh, Mary's on. No, did you no. did you mention that our guest this week is Mary? It's me. I... <laughs> Right, yeah. Uh, Tazon Day's best friend Mary is now on the show. <laughs> and we're also going to be talking about, what do we have here? Weed, gangs, and Donald Trump will be our articles. So, fun times. And if you can't tell, I'm a little bit sick. So, I hope I'm not, like, coughing and sneezing all through the podcast. But watch out for that, you guys. It might happen. It's okay. I did that a couple weeks ago or whatever time I was on. And I was, like, coughing a lot. And I'm immortal. Oh, that's nice. Okay, well, since you're immortal, you don't mind just pounding back those destructive alcoholic beverages. Which one do you have for us today? Well, this week, I'm ready to really hurt myself with a beer that's 11.3%. This is the thrilling conclusion to my <laughs> South of the Border trilogy, Weyerbacher Sunday Mole Stout. Imperial Stout with coffee, cocoa, cinnamon, and peppers. And I've had their Sunday morning stout before, so I think that this is probably just going to be 
a spicier, cinnamonier version of that. So it's like that, but like plus a mole flavor. That's that's my guess, but I haven't tasted it yet. Oh, dang. That's a mole. Uh, Just drink it. Okay. Just drink it. Very little head, which makes sense given the ABV. Very dark. It smells like malts. I'm not really getting any heat or cinnamon in the nose. A little bit of heat comes through. The malt, the dark malt is really strong. The coffee and chocolate is dominating it. So I, like, I'm looking for the pepper and I'm finding it, but it's just buried under malt. Well, so my guess is that you will, you will cite this beer for not being hot enough. We'll see. Sometimes hot pepper beers spilled on you. My guess is that's not going to happen here, but it but can it happen. Might. It might. This week I have Green Flash GFB. It's a blonde. Does it stand for Green Flash Brewing? Because that would be so dumb. It probably stands for Green Flash Blonde. That's just as dumb. Yes, it is. It's okay. Um, 4.8%. Pretty light head. It's just absolutely clear. I can see straight through. It smells kind of like bread. Yeah, uh, a little... It kind of tastes like toast. Bread and toast. It's like a pretty standard, like, blonde. Yeah, pretty much. Meaty. It's like a, you know, a little a little toasty, a little crackery, maybe. So you're, you're pretty normal blonde ale. Isn't Green Flash from California? They are. It strikes me as so odd that now that you're, you've moved out east, you're <laughs> drinking California beer. Yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, there <laughs> are two liquor stores close to me. Uh, so in Delaware, you can only buy beer in liquor stores. Ah, it's one of those one. Yeah. weird states. So there are two liquor stores close to me. I went to one yesterday, or not yesterday, last time I was on the show, and I got whatever beer. And they didn't really have a big selection. So today I decided to go to the second liquor store, uh, which apparently is closed for the season. Dang. So I had to go back to the first. And, Wait, and hold on. Was... What is the season? Like, so until live, spring? Yeah, yeah. So I live in, right now I'm living in this place called Bethany Beach, and I guess it's, like, basically like a, like a summer vacation spot. Oh, so they close when the tourists aren't there. Right, yeah. So I have to find another place to go because, yeah, the, the one liquor store that actually is open has a very limited selection. Huh. That's a you bummer. Know? It sure is, friend. That's so sad. We should try to mail them stuff. Pretty sure that's illegal. Circumstantially, it's illegal. You're totally right. It's illegal. I would never do that. So, do you want to know what I'm drinking this week? I would love to know what you're drinking, Mary. So I emailed Sam and I was like, "Hey, it's one of our probably just my one of our favorite beer series has returned." So I think a while, long time ago, I was on an episode and had brainless on peaches from Epic Brewing oh, yes. and yes. got a little silly. I got a little brainless and like. I went to the grocery store the other day, and sure enough, they had Epic Brewing's Brainless on raspberries, so I was like, Whoa. yep, gotta do that, so that's what I have today. Didn't I get Brainless on something? I forget. You had Brainless on cherries once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And then, so, so like, it sounds just a Belgian-style ale brewed with raspberries um, from Epic Brewery. Like I said, it is 9.0% ABV, so it's a little, you know, it's got some stuff going on in it, not as much as Sam's crazy. But yours is a 22 ounce. It is. I'm not going to drink the whole thing, though, because I have to drive home. Sure. <laughs> as much as I would love to, like, live here forever with your new kitten, I just, I can't do that, so. Spoilers. Okay, oh, sorry, was that your content? Uh, most of it, yeah. Oh, dang. Never mind. It ruined the intro, ruined Sam's content, and you're not even getting brainless yet. I'm getting there now. Yeah, as you expect, it tastes like raspberries. <laughs> it's, like, kind of cloudy. Looks kind of like a Belgian. It's a little clear. 
Not really. Can't really see Sam through it. She was trying to demonstrate how clear it was by putting it between and us. Then and then I couldn't we, see him. We couldn't see him. <laughs> so just kidding. It's not clear. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm into it. Tastes like raspberries. I probably like, I mean, I was going to say, I probably like the peach one more. Just because I like peaches more than I like raspberries, I think, in beer. But, yeah, I'm pleased with this decision. Do you want to try it? Uh, I'll, I'll get the second half. <laughs> you probably will. It, it's really just that this is mine is so chocolatey and coffeey. Mm. It's like I I had my last sip thirty seconds ago and I can still taste it. So you don't like, want to like. I, I'm not going to be able to taste any subtleties to what you're drinking. Gotcha. How much of the the Belgian characteristic comes through versus the raspberries? That's a good question. Mm. It's like definitely very raspberry in the front, like when you drink, you're like, oh, this is like raspberry juice, but then if you let it hang out a little bit, you're like, okay, this is a beer. Well, or not, I could tell without knowing it was a Belgian that it was a Belgian ale. I'm not sure. Probably not. Okay. You can tell All it's right. a fruity that's, beer. That's fair. I, I was just curious, because I really like Belgians, and then sometimes I have a hankering for fruit beer, so if there's something that, you know, really had the characteristics of both, that would be cool. I think the Brainless series is about getting a bunch of fruit and a bunch of booze. Yeah. And a right. natural way to do that is... Make a Belgian. Right. Yes. <laughs> but, they, but they're but they not focused on being a good Belgian. They're focused sure. on their first two aspects. I think they're very good. I do very recommend the Brainless series. Yeah. I like them a lot. Word. Well, if you're really trying to get Brainless, uh, you might want to look towards Rona's parent company. Constellation Brands is looking to get into the, the cannabis game. They've acquired a 9.9% stake in a company called canopy growth corporation i guess they're the world's biggest cannabis producer and so uh constellation is looking to help them start making cannabis beverages but what i think is really weird is the guy who is like the head of uh oh where are we the guy who's the head of constellation brand or not constellation canopy growth it's hard all these c's they're really getting to me you got this okay the the weed guy (laughs) <laughs> the weed guy, he says that um, they are not going to work together to make alcoholic beverages, though. He says, quote, why would I want to do that? The consumers are seeking something healthy, something not driven by sugars, not driven by alcohol. Which seems like a real weird way to start off a partnership. Wait, so the idea is this this beer producer is going to make a non-beer because they are trying to pivot away from beer? I'm not sure if they're trying to pivot away from beer so much as add a new adult beverage. You know what I mean? I guess that makes sense. Cannabis-based beverage. They've been starting to to get into the craft game. Maybe they're just trying to have every possible arrow in the quiver. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it's weird necessarily that they're trying to get into the cannabis drinks market. I do think it's weird that they've chosen to go into somebody, into business with somebody who seems pretty anti alcohol. Mm hmm. But very pro weed. Right. Well, it's a weed company. Yeah. <laughs> the largest weed company. Hmm. But like, I wouldn't you want to work with somebody who's like interested in exploring all avenues of your partnership? This guy's like, it's weed drinks, and that's it, baby. Well, I mean, it's a. You said a ten percent stake. A ten percent stake. So they could always buy a ten percent stake in another company and and do something else with them, unless they have some kind of non compete situation. I guess that's true. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. I, I guess I don't think that their goal is to make weed beer. I think their goal is to make weed drink. But if they decide right. they want to make weed beer, they can do that later. 
I guess, so yeah, weird. sure, but, like, why wouldn't you just set it up so you could do both if you wanted? Because they want the biggest. Uh, well, okay, that's, yeah. I, I mean, I, I assume that then they're going to get more product and maybe distribution network and maybe, I guess, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, if, like, people have brand recognition on a, a pot conglomerate or if that's a thing not at all. Yet. Yeah, not yet. And someday it's just going to, like, they're going to have an accident, in quotes, and then, oh, no, your beer got in my weed drink, and they're going to be like, oh, my God, this is it, is it and like they're going to sell it. That sounds like Cat'n Crunch, uh-oh, all berries. Yeah, or, like, the uh, Oreos or whatever. Or cat right. dog food. Or cat dog food. What? Excuse me? There's an episode of Cat Dog where ah. the cat gets cat food and the dog food, and they end up mixed together, and they're real good, and then they start marketing cat dog food. Oh, it's like, uh, oh, damn, tomacco. Oh, yes. yes, it's a lot like tomacco. Right. Yeah. That, that was disgusting. But cat dog food is delicious. Okay, I would probably eat a mix of cat and dog food before I ate a weird tobacco tomato. But would you well, smoke yeah, like, a tobacco tomato? No. You, would you rather I, smoke cat dog food or tobacco? I don't want to, wait, hang on. <laughs> I, would, I, I would be very interested in smoking tobacco. I don't think you can smoke dog or cat food. I think you can smoke anything if you try hard enough. Really? Right? You just have to dry it out enough. Ew. Reduce it to its base elements. So would you smoke like beef jerky? Hell yeah. Weird. Could I smoke a mummy? <laughs> if you smoke too much beef jerky though, you get that you get that cow lung. Ew. Nobody nobody wants to have cow lung. I don't. I'm just but... pictured you lighting a mummy's head on fire <laughs> and then just sucking on the toes. Ew. You nasty. Just like biggest like human joint ever yeah. no <laughs> i just want to point out really quick that this what is it they point out a company called dad and dudes brewery that received approval recently to sell um an ipa brew that contains cannabinoids but not thc and i just want to point out they're based in aurora colorado which is where my grandma lives yeah we have so, covered that story on a previous episode of the Bruce Day tuesday podcast that's pretty exciting picture my grandma just you know getting turned well but not well perhaps booze turned but not weed turned right mm. she would just get like weed relief from pain oh okay cannabinoids are like the medical part of of weed and thc is like the party part this is good to know because i don't know these things so i only you. know these things because tyler has taught me them on previous episodes mm. of the Bruce Day tuesday podcast good mm-hmm. cannabinoid mm-hmm. do 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 Oh, no. I only learned these things because of the knowledge I received when I smoked that ancient mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But uh, yeah, there are, as this article points out, there are already people in the U.S. selling the weed beer, basically. Only in the states where it's legal, of course. But I guess that's not what Constellation and Canopy are looking to do. So keep an eye out. Maybe you'll see some, some like weed soda or something on the market soon. Can smoking the ancient mummy become a euphemism for something? <laughs> like, 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 like just weed smoking? That's pretty no, much no, what it is. I, I feel like that's too direct. I want it to be something really abstract. Like, oh man, I was chilling with this girl, and we got a little drunk, and you know what happened. Smoke the ancient mummy. Smoking the ancient mummy, I feel mummy, like man. if it was going to be a sex thing, it would have to involve like a very old person, and something with that. Well, maybe like, it's not. Maybe it's maybe uh, you received an STD, and that's what smoking the ancient mummy. I I feel like <laughs> I feel like lemon party is a good example of smoking the ancient mummy. Yeah, great. That's fair. Let's end it there. Super. Let's see, Sam. I know you have stellar content because Mary hinted towards it earlier. If so, I hinted uh, it. Excuse me. I spoiled it. 
Oh uh, well, told everybody what it is. She only gave the partial story. So okay. we talked last week about the temporal dissonance vis-a-vis kitty cat acquisition. Uh, yes, correct. Uh, the kitty cat has been acquired. Um, <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. So we got the cat on Monday and kind of really slowly trying to get the cat and dog acclimated. Like, Three Sacks has read all this stuff about the best way to do that. And I guess, like, they're supposed to meet under a door like two cats would. But then you, like, have them eat next to each other but with a door in between them. So they associate food with the smell of the other so they'll like the other one. Which I don't think that's smart because I think that's going to trick Barley into eating this cat. No, that's a good idea. I support that. Dogs are dogs are dumb, and they're Dog- just like, "Hey, hey, that's a good thing. You must be a good thing." Yeah. <laughs> oh, dogs. Barley is very dumb, and Aww. that's one of my favorite things about him. But and then you know they they got to meet face to face, and there was a lot of a lot of sniffing, a lot of confusion. Barley's wagging like crazy, but very confused. Sometimes will lick her on the head, which she does not love. That happened That's when I when I thing. saw her yeah. earlier. Yeah, Emily let her out, and then Barley just like immediately started licking her like ears, and I just died. It was so cute. That's so cute. So cute. I mean, all of Barley's interactions with her really fit with what would happen if he met a small dog, and I don't think he understands the difference. <laughs> oh no, dogs definitely don't. I don't think because it's a lot of butt sniffing. Like that's a standard greeting. He even he tried to pet her. But she weighs like two pounds and change, so he just put his, he's 60 pounds, so he just put his paw on her head, and then her paw was, her head was on the ground, and then that was the extent of the interaction. But she's been mostly patient with him, like, it's, it, like, it makes me feel bad, because he's not really doing anything wrong, he's only being friendly, but he's so dumb that he's doing a bad job. So, you know, he's, he's like, sniffing her and petting her and licking her, and she's just like, hey, homie, fuck off. So every now and then she'll hiss at him or swipe at him or something. But, you know, they're kind of, they're getting acclimated with each other, which is good. Yeah. And that was the first two days of her being in the house. Oh, uh, I and, think that's great. Well, that's, that's, when, that's when we take a turn for the worst. Uh-oh. Tyler, you're on the move. It's freaking hey, me out. Don't worry about it. Okay. So, enemy of the show, Greg Roach... Enemy of the show. Oh, yeah. It's a new... No, he's long no, been the enemy of the show. He's long been the enemy of the show. For a while, it was Alan, and then Alan was the guest, <laughs> so it switched to Roach. Got it. Has Roach ever been on the show? Uh, no, I don't think he knows enough about beer. Oh, okay. I mean, I barely know anything. I'm yeah. drinking it. I mean, Alan probably knows less than Roach does now that I'm thinking about it, but... Uh, yeah, but didn't Alan get, like, really drunk that one time he was on? Yeah, uh, Alan, Alan has the potential to be hilarious, he doesn't always I, achieve it, but he has the potential. I enjoy well, Alan I quite a lot. But, Sorry, turn for the worse with your cats and, yeah, the, cat so, and the dogs. Uh, so Roach, Roach's wife was pregnant, and the baby came unexpectedly. Oh, shit. Like, oh, Mary's just now learning this. The, is, is it okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's my question. I thought she was, like, just pregnant. Well, no, she was... It was only a, it was only a month early. I think you might be off on your chronology. Okay, I thought she like just early. became pregnant. I was like, that's early. a small baby. Yeah, so um, pretty early. Yeah, a month. Um, yeah. Is, it was um, supposed to come in in December. It came in early November, Ooh. but I guess she had some thing. Roach explained it to me, and I, it went in one year and out the other. But 
As a result, she had to get, a, a, like, an emergency C-section. Can I guess what the thing was? Was it, like, an appointment where they had to flip the baby in her oh, tummy? Oh, they were going to have a baby flip appointment, but before they got to the baby flip appointment, they had to do this. Okay, because... Sorry, sidebar. My boss at work is also pregnant, and then she went to one of these baby flipping appointments, and surprise, she also had to suddenly have a C-section at that appointment. Oh. So it just, like, spurred the baby. And Tyler, just to explain to you, baby flipping is really similar to house flipping, if you're familiar with it. You add some new cabinets. That's that's what I thought. You knock down a couple walls in that baby, and then sometimes the baby's like, hey, stop, and it comes outside. You just gotta, yeah, you put a new wing on that baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about marble countertops. But you can get quartz, and it looks basically the same, and it costs so much less. Oh. Well, Look, at, I'm learning. I watch a lot of Property Brothers. I bet. <laughs> you guys are whiter than the snow that's going to fall on the ground. Yeah, I'm yeah. very pale. So this baby came, and we had offered a while ago to watch their dogs. And they had said, no, you know, it's important that the baby meets the dogs right away, because the dogs are going to have to get comfortable with the baby anyway, which is fair. But then, you know, these were not the basic circumstances, and it was really just to a point where I got a text halfway through the day, oh, fuck, the baby's coming. And I, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll grab the dogs and live at the house for a while. So two days after we got the kitten, we added three dogs to the equation. Oh, oh Jesus. And so now the cat's just like, ah! I mean, we, we did a pretty good job keeping them separated. The cat lives in the basement, and the dogs aren't generally allowed in the basement, um, keep them separated. Yeah. <laughs> good one. Good the offspring. Good, good pull. Got him. Uh, <laughs> I actually already made that joke. I'm not too old for that. I got that one. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, but then like, these dogs are like, I mean, the, the cat wants to hang out with the humans. So the cat's at the top of the stairs in the basement, meowing under the door. And... These dogs are, like, sniffing at her and pawing at the door because they want to fucking get her. Oh, shit. So we just had to keep them, uh, just keep them apart. Uh, I'm sorry, you had to what? Keep them apart. I had to keep them separated. Had to keep them apart. (laughs) Sorry. Had to make sure they're disparate. Whatever. (laughs) So the other dogs just left today, but it was really just, like, we have five animals in the house. We don't do chores. We don't try and advance the dog-cat relationship. It's really just Emily hangs out in the basement with the cat. I hang out mm-hmm. on the main floor with four dogs. Right, you try to control all the it's animals. Like survival mode. Yeah. yeah. That's why you're in pajamas still. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, st- I'm still in the pajamas I went to sleep in last night. Because one of the dogs, if if like he can see outside, just freaks out. Because just any movement he th- he thinks he has to warn you of, he's like, he's a Dalmatian, which like... He has they're, this, they're a temperamental dog. He's temperamental, and he likes people more than dogs, and he's, like, really defensive. So it's like a loyalty thing. He's overly loyal where he feels like he needs to warn me about everything. Mm. So I have to sleep in the guest room with this dog, and I have to, every time he can get out the window, re-maneuver him so he can't see out the window. To the point where this morning, Three Sex woke me up, and I was spooning this dog <laughs> facing away from the window. Aww. A problem with that. That's cute. But so I haven't slept in my own goddamn bed for like a week, which which is not optimal. Right. But yeah, like that's been my whole week is new animals. Yeah. Jeez. But the baby's good. Yeah. Oh, I, I should have said more stuff about that. Yeah. The the baby is in the the NICU, mm. but just because uh, he was really premature yeah. and you know 
it's like that's always tough. But like everything looks good with him. Uh, the the mother was discharged from the hospital today, Excellent. and everything's cool with her. So they're like bummed out they can't take baby home. Right. But but, but all like all in all, this this could have gone way worse. So, right. so you should be good. pumped. There is baby to take home. Yeah, I, oh, I, was, I mean, I was talking to Roach about it. And he was like, yeah, we obviously we would like to take him home earlier. kind of sucks. And I was like, well, he was early enough that you're going to take him home earlier than you were supposed to anyway. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Wow, that's a lot of, sh- that's a lot of shiz that happened. Jeez. Yeah, so I, like, I could not believe they were taking these dogs home. And I was like, if you need us to watch even just a subset of these dogs for longer, we a can. Subset of dogs. When the baby gets home, if you need to unload a dog for a while, you can. Like... Just, right. uh, you know, it's a huge inconvenience to have the dogs, but it's it's t- it's this type of thing where, like, I'm a little worried about this kid. <laughs> and so, it, it, it like, re- relative to something happening to the kid, it's, it's fucking nothing at all for us to, to have, right. a, have a dog that I don't particularly like for another couple weeks or whatever. Jeez, look at all the virtue signaling Sam's doing over here. Such a good person. Uh, so, I'm actually not... I've heard the term virtue signaling, but I don't understand it. Can one of you guys exp- can one can actually optimally? Sorry, Mary. Optimally, could this be mansplained to me? Oh, I can't do it then. Yeah, that's why I said sorry. Right, that's the no, Mary. I think I think Mary should because I don't fully understand it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the bar on to Mary, who I think is more knowledgeable. So from what I can tell, I think it's just you're just talking about how good you are, and so everyone's supposed to tell you like, oh, you're so good. I'm pretty, that's pretty much it. Oh, right? so it's like a circle jerk. I think so. I think I think we already have a term for that. It's called circle jerk. Is it more than right. that? That's all I picked up based on context. I don't so actually yeah, know. Yeah, from what I understand, virtue signaling is kind of like humble bragging. You know, uh-huh. like you're like telling a story about like. Oh yeah, you know when I was at the soup kitchen the other day, you know, like you're trying to okay. you you do good things just so people will think you're good. Yeah, and you have to tell people about them. Well, I was telling you about it because the only interesting thing that's happened to me this week. It's very interesting. But okay, put I your didn't cross know the baby happened. Yeah, the huh? yeah the baby happened. Oh. Uh, he is very red from the pictures I've seen. Yeah, typical of the new ones. Yeah. Maybe maybe Sam, your penis is being born every day. Oh no. Gross. You don't feel like we don't have to talk about my wiener in front of my friend Mary. Please don't. I have to look her in the eye sometimes. I feel like the last time I was on here, we also talked about it because we were doing the like thing with this like the wiener pops and like guessing. And oh then right. Tyler oh, yeah. drawing yeah, comparisons. I didn't like that. When I noticed the the dick popsicle stuff is still on your desk. It's kind of just shoved behind the computer. You're not gonna eat those. Do you want one? No, never. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably going to be here until we move. Great. We'll leave them. Just throw them out. <laughs> Speaking of penises. Great. We're going to grubstreet.com. Brewdog trolls Trump on climate change with beer made from melted ice cap water. I think both of the subjects of this story are penises, to be honest. I don't like either Donald Trump. Or Nor grubstreet.com. Or grubstreet.com. Those assholes. Yeah, no. Or, or Brewdog. I think... Uh, avid listeners will know that I have a strong beef with them. And this article just kind of continues that beef, even though they're trolling Donald Trump. So, Brewdog, if you will remember, kind of got into it with God Emperor Trump over their plans to build a bar across the U.S.-Mexico border, (laughs) which was another story that we covered, because, you know, Brewsday Tuesday podcast, we're on the cutting edge. And now they are, they've made a beer called Make Earth Great Again. 
It is a protest beer, I guess, that's, quote, aimed at reminding certain world leaders that climate change isn't something they can just avoid. But I think it's real stupid. So Make Earth Great Again is a Saison, which they picked because it ferments at a high temperature. Delicious. They also got ingredients such as melted glacier water and cloudberries grown in the Arctic Circle. And that's really my issue. So they are trying to warn people about the dangers of global warming while also commercially exploiting the Arctic Circle. I'm totally going to drink this. <laughs> I don't know what a cloudberry is. It sounds, I like clouds and I like berries and I like saisons and I like, they built a life-size replica of a polar bear to dispense the beer, which I don't think I can get into that polar bear because I'm not like close to where Brewdog's from, but like, rad. Damn you, Mary. Sorry, I'm into this. I'm not, I guess, so, wait, so I get what you're saying about like, hey, we shouldn't commercialize global warming as like a disaster, but also anything that like flips the bird to a certain, I, I, I'm like I, into it. I feel like this is like if you would have taken water from the Katrina flood Whoa. and made a George W. Bush protest. You can't beer. drink that though. Well, obviously you can't <laughs> drink that, but like it would be like that's okay. that's clearly in poor taste, and I think this is less so because it's less immediate. But I think it's just degrees. I, yeah, they're saying, hey, the Arctic is being impacted while going up and impacting the Arctic. You know? But how do you, like, wait, the whole process of getting, like, melted glacier water is weird. Are they literally, like, going and, like, holding a bucket out by the glacier? Or, did, like, because as far as I know, melted glacier water goes into the ocean. I probably sound super dumb to, like, us scientists. I think, I think they, I think they have a hose and a blowtorch, <laughs> and they're just holding a it really up to glaciers. A really long hose that goes yeah, right. to America and it's dispensable. Well, it goes to Scotland is where Brudeau is based. Okay. Check yourself. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about where they get the water from. The source, not the, not the destination. The Arctic. Yeah. Arctic. It's not the Antarctic. It's the other one. I don't know which one it is. But the Arctic is on the top. Top. The Arctic is on the bottom. They are going to the top one. That's actually pretty close right, to Right, because it, it would need to flow down. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, because that's exactly. Just like people in Australia walk upside down. <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope it was like clear. That. I hope it was clear that was a joke. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I think um, also I'm probably biased because as listeners of the podcast know, I'm like obsessed with Saison's. I feel like if that wasn't the beer type, I'd probably be like, this is dumb. I hate this. But like now I'm totally going to try to find it and drink it. Well, I mean, I do. I would be interested in hearing your review. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that. But I think this is just another stupid idea by stupid Brewdog. What if I brewed an anti-Brewdog Saison? I would drink that. If you brew a Saison for any purpose, I would drink it. Actually, hang on. If your Saison was like pro Nazi, I would not drink that. Okay. What if we brewed what if we brewed a Saison and all the profits from selling the Saison went to like just harassing you constantly, Mary? I mean that happens anyway, so it's like <laughs> okay. Mary really likes attention, so that would be a pro. I do. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Is this because I laughed really loud at your wedding while you were trying to give a speech? Oh, (laughs) no, that was, that was, you actually bailed me out with that. That was because you said a funny thing. I think I said, not as much as Zach wanted attention. He said, hey. What was that, Tyler? Not as much as Zach wanted attention at your wedding. Uh Was Zach doing shit? Uh, Not really. I mean, he's he's boisterous and he has a loud speaking voice and he likes to crack jokes. He wasn't like, 
He didn't do no. anything that I thought was inappropriate. Okay, that's no, good. No, he didn't do anything bad. He was just, you know, yeah, being boisterous is the correct He was zacking around. Right, exactly. No, I don't think it's anything to condemn him. Okay. Zacking off, if you will. Ooh! Hey! Got him. Got him. I like that one. Uh, so what's going on with your dumb lives? <laughs> I don't know, Mary. Let's talk about your dumb life. Okay. That's um, rude. No, that's fine. It's, pretty, it's been pretty dumb recently because, like, Senior Tesla was out of town all last week, so I didn't really do anything except play Mario Odyssey, which is dope, by the way. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I haven't gotten it yet, but I plan to. Dude, it's really good. I. It's like breaking all these records for video game yeah. ratings. I don't even like... Mario games that much. Oh, I love Mario games. I love this game. You can like possess like... little critters and run around to ask them. It's the best. So I thought this was Mario's The Odyssey, in which he he takes the role of Odysseus uh-huh. and has to get home. Am mm-hmm. I incorrect on this? Is that not well? If you think of home less as a physical place and more as like the people you love and like Toads. Oh. I'm trying to say Peach. Spoiler. Who ever heard of such a thing? I know. <laughs> Right now, is is um, Peach at their at their family home being wooed by a multitude of suitors because they all think Mario is dead? No, she's on an airboat with, she's always with on Bowser. An airboat with Bowser. Classic. Yeah, that's why I was talking about less about the physical home place because her location is constantly moving. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's real good. Um, I'm trying to think what else has been going on. <laughs> a lot of furniture. I thought your house was already like outfitted with. The correct equipment. Upgrades. Upgrades, nice. Ooh. Upgrades. So are you giving them? Are you giving the the downgrades to our poor friends? Are you mailing them to me? No, I was going to just <laughs> throw them oh, out because it's like our dining table is real trashy, and so is our coffee table. These are the things that are getting okay upgraded. Upgrading well, from that quartz countertop to the marble, I'm sure. I have like a like whatever the plastic countertop is. Well, so. Micah. Yeah, it's real dope. I don't know. I don't have a lot going on. Okay. What's going on? Have you have you been putting your furniture out by the side of the road and seeing if it get, gets picked up by people? No, yeah, that's the plan. Because I the nicest of the three couches that I own mm-hmm. was a trash couch that we Excellent. found, and when we moved, when I moved in with Emily, got rid of my shitty uh, kitchen table and chairs, mm-hmm. and they got uh, taken so fast that I hadn't gotten all of it outside by the time someone had gotten taken. So I'd gotten the table and two of the chairs outside. I was going in for the other two chairs, came back, and the table and the first two chairs were gone. Which, no, like, dog, there's two more chairs. I mean, it's it's not my responsibility to to rush deliver it to the curbside, but it, it did make me feel That's good. Wild. Like, hey, at least this shit's getting used. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'd way rather end up in a shitty frat house than... A landfill. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I was, I was planning on putting it out on the day that City of Madison drives around and picks up the large items to throw them out. So I was. So when he said, "Are you putting them out to see if they're getting picked up?" You interpreted that as getting picked up by the trash man. Well, that way I know it's getting picked up. Okay. All right. By trash. Put it. Put it there a few days before, and then if it doesn't get picked up till trash day. Oh, well, not your fault. I'll put it out tomorrow, because Trash Day... Oh, sorry, I'll put it out yesterday, Uh-oh. and then Trash Day is tomorrow. You, you already put it Tuesday. out. this is Tuesday. Temporal dissonance. Temporal dissonance. Great. Electric boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Man, I don't have any better stories. Yikes. Senior Tesla went to a dance competition in Florida for a week, so his life's way more interesting than Was mine. he dunking on fools? Yeah, he did. He dunked on a couple fools, a couple ladies. <laughs> Beat them. Wait, were they not his partner? No, so one of the types of rounds you can do in a ballroom competition is just called the championship. So the championship is a lot more straightforward, where like you and all the other couples on the floor with you are directly competing. So he did one of these, but usually what happens is as you can probably guess, there's not as many male students in ballroom as there are sure. lady students. So it was him versus, like, five other ladies, which normally the ladies tend to, like, win over the guys because the ladies are being led around by a professional man and really you have to, like, look pretty and do your steps <laughs> right. Whereas if you're the yeah. lead, like, senior Tesla, you have to, like, really you know your steps and, like, lead the woman around and also, like, do the same be expressive stuff or whatever. So it's an, I, I definitely think it's harder to be... A man a ballroom dancer in the middle eighties. So was, was he sure. dating a professional a dancer? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but he like so he didn't like it first in these things, but he beat a couple ladies, and everyone was like, "Damn!" So that was nice. I think it would be cool if if it was more head to head, and obviously the numbers game doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. But if it were him against another woman competing, like while they were dancing together. Yeah. Oh. Oh dang. And and then it would just be. Who's doing, is it me leading you better or you following me better? I kind of like that idea of, like, who's better in this couple. Well, so you, that's good for him. Yeah. My, my, uh, my congratulations to Senior Tesla. I'll pass them along. Mm-hmm. Have, have you guys been uh, up in that wedding planning game? Or is it uh, no. far enough out that you're like, ah, fuck it's it? It's so far enough out that I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Probably still happening in, like, 2019 at some point, And then, yeah, I just... Okay, good. So I've still got, like, two years to sew myself into Senior Tesla's inner circle. Yeah, good luck. Nice, nice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, you're on the show once a month, give or take. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, how's wedding planning going every month until the wedding has passed? So if your answer is always, ah, fuck it, that's fine. Up up until the point when it gets to be like, uh uh-oh. I'll give you, like, the updates. So, like, right now, I'm just trying to think about venues. Because the venue is the first thing you need to do because then you have, like, your date and how many people you can invite. And, like, you get your list of, like, caterers and stuff gets narrowed down because most locations don't just allow anyone to, like, come in and serve food. I think venue is the number two thing. Is the first thing getting engaged? Yeah. Okay, I did that. Check. First you find the groom slash bride. Then you find the venue. Yeah. So right now we're on the hunt for the venues. Maybe at some point in a future episode I'll be like, got it. And and, then... and you're you're looking here in Madtown? Correct. Okay. That works out great for for yours truly. Yes, it does. <laughs> well I mean we have both of our families are so like spread out throughout the country that it's like it doesn't really make sense to me to like go to one of those places elsewhere but because then, then come to you. Then I'll yeah, exactly because all my friends would have to travel, that'd be annoying. And like most of the family would still have to travel. And so it's like everybody's come to me so I don't have to travel. That sounds great. Yes. And and you meet geographically in the middle also. Exactly. That's the plan. Word. Word. So uh, I, I've been thinking about your bachelorette party that obviously I won't be invited to. And how <laughs> uh, I assume I won't be invited to the bachelor party because I don't know Senior Tesla very well. Sure. But I'm thinking about, and by thinking about, I mean, I came up with the idea 40 seconds ago. Okay. Of throwing a party that's me and your other male friends in Madison, (laughs) and we're going to have our own bachelor party that Senior Tesla isn't invited to. Oh. Just just because we want to celebrate you guys getting married. (laughs) That seems sad. And bachelor parties are very fun. (laughs) 
not like this idea. Okay, well, what about if we invite him and it's on the same day as his regular bachelor party? Because then he was invited, but we know he won't come. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or we'll just invite him and he'll say no because he doesn't know us that well. Or I could force him to go and he'd be super uncomfortable. Yeah, that sounds great. This yeah. is exactly what that I want. Sounds really good. I thought what we would do is do a lot of hanging out with dogs and drinking. He likes both of those things he doesn't a lot. Like he doesn't like those things. He does not. He doesn't like he doesn't like dogs? He's allergic to dogs. He's also allergic well, to cats, though. We have two cats. Well, I think I'm winning him over to the dogs. So I talk about dogs constantly. Oh, so that's I think news at to some me. point. But, I'll like, he was... Him, if he's allergic, that's uh, uh, that's a different scenario. I'll like, forgive that. He was over at the apartment for trivia once, and he looked like he was suffering. Aww. But, I mean, Barley's a, a longer longish haired dog so like you might have a better better luck with the short hair but. yeah also dogs like no like we went to one of his friends places in new jersey and there were two dogs there one was like kind of a mastiff and the other one was like a weimaraner and they both just immediately there was like a room full of like 10 people and they both immediately jumped on their oh. lap i'm oh, sorry senior tesla's <laughs> lap and we're just like all up on it. i think they could just tell like he wants us the least and they were just like get him devouring him meanwhile i'm like over in the corner like Come to me, dogs! And they just refuse. So I want it too much. It's hey, speaking of dogs. Yeah? We already talked about the brew dog thing, dude. Oh, no. I'm going to talk about uh, the gang members. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what, was that insensitive or something? Or it's something. Uh, Is that cultural appropriation? Uh, uh, yeah. From WilmingtonBiz.com. Can a craft brewery solve gang violence? No. Uh, no is the answer. <laughs> No is the answer, but um, we can't just stop there. So this is about something that is actually taking place fairly close to me. Wilmington is maybe like an hour and a half north of me, and I guess they have a, a gang violence problem, which I was not aware of. But somebody, what's his name? George Taylor. He's a serial entrepreneur, apparently, and he has an idea to create True Colors Brewing Company. I don't like the would... term serial entrepreneur at all. Right, it sounds like a failure, like a fancy way for saying failure. Like he you tries s- a lot of things, and they just kind of he kind of moves right. on to the next one right. constantly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe he gets bought out, and that's thought of as a success. I mean, I think that's a success for a lot of people. Like you do something enough to make a profit, and then you just bail. Yeah. Immediately. I guess that's fair. Mm-hmm. So, possible success, George Taylor has come up with True Colors Brewing Company. It's a brewery that he wants to make that will only, well, not only, but mostly employ current gang members with the idea that providing them an income not based on, you know, street crime will will wean them kind of away from the violent side of life. I think that's overly optimistic, but what is cool is that he says the starting salary for this brewery will be $40,000 plus benefits. Okay. Now hold hold the fuck on. All right. Let's let's pretend for a minute that uh, I'm an inner city youth. Yeah, I was a sure. And I'm and I'm and I'm concerned about my prospects. I think absolutely. I may or may not make it through high school. I'm I'm not gonna have the money to go to college. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'm gonna make it out of this situation I'm in. How can I ever get a steady income? Oh, this brewery pays this much. Would you say forty k? Forty k. But, but what's this? They only hire gang members. Well, I guess I'll have to go out and join me a gang. Yes. See, Samuel, you have just found the problem. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's just about hiring, basically, gang members. And it's not, it doesn't seem like this business is focused on 
diverting people from gangs in the beginning, you know, which I, I think might be more of an issue. If you can establish businesses that pay well and hire, you know, in the community, then you kind of avoid the problem in the first place, it would seem to me. I guess, yeah, because are they literally saying we're only going to hire gang members? Or are they well, saying, oh, we're going to hire locally and then including gang no, members? No, they're not saying only gang members, but it does say they're going to hire mostly gang members. But, like, do you, do you have to roll in with colors to get hired at this place? I guess, like, how do they know roll you're a in gang with member? colors? Like gang, gang colors. colors, that's a term, okay? <laughs> I, I guess. I guess my question is tough boy Sam is, over here with you. the gang. Term. Is, how do you, is how do you prove that you're in a gang? Do you need references yeah, from your cards. fellow gang members? Right. Yeah. Hello, fellow gang members. I am one of you. Crazy eyes, Larry says you're really good on the street. I, sure. This I mean, is the that, worst. Yeah. Maybe you have to. Maybe you have to come in with like a uh, like an arrest record or something. I don't know. Or or as tad tattoos of teardrops. Right. Or like somebody's severed head. <laughs> All great ideas. I'm it's sure. It's great. Yeah. So yeah, this this feels like such a bad solution. to This problem, like an unbelievably short sighted solution to this problem. It's not bad though. Like on the surface, it's like this is nice. Right. Unless you're being very cynical. Right. No, yeah, on, on the surface, this is nice. So let, let me give you another example of something that on the surface is nice. Uh, if you if you're, if your garden has a lot of weeds in it and you go and take pruning shears and cut them all, do you know what happens? They grow back. They grow back because you didn't get any roots because you didn't solve the problem. That's what I'm saying. So, okay. I mean, my strategy is I see weeds in my garden and I go, hey, more plants, and I just leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, does that work with your metaphor? Well, that's... I have what I thought was a tree in my front yard. I recently found out it's a giant weed. It's big enough that I thought it was a tree. Get a higher... Swing a... Fuck. Get a hang a tire swing nice. from it? I was going to chop it down with a small axe. <laughs> I haven't done this yet. Chop it down and, and the ancient mummy off of it. <laughs> well, we haven't figured out what that metaphor means. I thought so it was, it was a really... sex thing. I forget. I think we didn't necessarily assign meaning to it. If you need to um, borrow a handsaw, we have one. Oh, okay. Interesting. I recently purchased a small axe, but maybe a handsaw would yeah, be more... I think a saw would be more effective, but an axe would be much more satisfying. Yeah, because I could get... Chop it. Right. I would well, vote how, axe. How small is this small axe, though? Is it it's like just like a, a little... Like a hand axe. It's a hatchet. But yeah. Use, use the saw. I mean, hatchet. the tree weed is only, like, not yeah, very big around. Yeah, going to take you longer than you think. I'm very hatchets, strong. Hatchets actually suck. Like, I really liked hatchets for a while, and it turns out they're just a terrible tool. Okay. I don't know why anyone would ever use one. Okay. How about this? I will not lend you my saw. You let me know how the hatchet goes. <laughs> tell tell us next time you're on the back show. To you and be like, oh my god, please. And then we'll give you, I'll give you this all then. Help me with your saw technology. It's just all about content. Yeah. That's right. Kitty. Yeah, Mary, you've spotted my cat. I also have a kitty cat. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, hear the news about its sex organs? Did it get them cut out? No, it has the opposite ones of the ones we thought. Ah, excellent. Yeah, so when we were given this cat, we were told it was a girl. And, like, I didn't go hunting for any genitalia. Fair. Like, why would I? And so we took the cat to get uh, spayed. And they were like, actually, here's a penis. And I guess we'll get him neutered then. <laughs> so he was already neutered because, like, if he um... if he had balls, like I'd be able to tell. You gotcha. Know? 
But yeah, so he just had like a tiny little cat ween that was hiding out the Aww, whole time. Oh, he's so fluffy. Can yeah. I tell? Great. He's a fluffy boy. Cutie. Yep. I love cats. Yep. Hmm. Tell us about your JARP. Oh, my job. Uh, yeah, I started my job. It's it's pretty cool. I don't know. I uh, I mostly work inside this like old World War Two coastal defense fort. So that's pretty badass. Huh. Houston shit. Oh, so actually, the fort I'm stationed in never shoosted anything. Shoosted? It's like it's like shooting, but you say it wrong. Why do you say it wrong? Because it's because it's cool. I'm too old for this podcast. I think. <laughs> I'm getting there. Do you know how old I'm gonna be next month? Pops. Oh, is your birthday next month? Yeah. Do you know how old I'm gonna be? Guess. Forty-three. Twenty-nine. Yes. Okay. It was, I knew the difference in our age. The pause there was me struggling to remember my own age. (laughs) Every time somebody asks me how old my brother is, I have to remember how old I am and then subtract two. Yeah, same. My siblings. It's, I'm the opposite. I remember how old my sister is and subtract three. (laughs) Cool. That's weird. It's not true, But, uh, but it is cool and weird. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's fun. So the fort I'm working at is very silly. Like it was it was built in World War Two because they were really worried about like the German surface fleet. And then the German surface fleet was all sunk like before the fort was ever completed. And so they just have all these big guns sitting there that were never used. And they so did they chilled. think the Germans were gonna like send boats across the whole Atlantic to come shoot us? Yeah, I mean hell, we did. What? Oh, that's true. We did. Yeah. It just seems so far to, like, send a boat just to, like, maybe shoot some... A, you have to get to the other continent somehow. I don't know, I guess you... I just feel like you would fly, but I guess maybe that wasn't a thing because those little baby planes. Exactly. Yeah, they had tiny little baby planes. Oh. So, yeah, so the fort was completed, and then the thing that we actually had to worry about were, were the U-boats. But, like, mm. it wasn't a fort built to defend against U-boats. So it's a very it's a very silly thing, and this is what I'm telling people about at my job do you know what u-boat is short for mary it's the well i mean there are submarines this is like but what's the u stand for is it just like i always remember it was like unter like underboat but is that not correct very good unter boot, which Mm -hmm. literally means underwater boat ah fabulous i saw that movie das boat when i was in german class i'm familiar (laughs) vort that Hmm? means word Yes, I minored in German in college. Like, I know this. I only know, like, uh, maybe 20 (laughs) words of German, and most of them are things Tyler taught me when we were both drunk. So you know them really well. Uh, Once you get drunk. Ich bin Hammergeil. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Sam is super bitchin'. Uh I mean, that's probably slang that hasn't been relevant for 10 years now. Because Guile's like cool Vision. man or like whatever yeah so like yeah. that's a weird one but uh so yeah that's that's all i'm that's all i'm doing but it's it's cool so far i don't know i mean i've only been doing it for like four days so i can't really like say like give you a, a real feel for it you know because i'm still in the the intro but it seems like an interesting place in the summer i'm gonna get to shoot off artillery cannons Ooh. okay so that's that's, pretty that's what i was thinking about because right. you you sold it to me as you were going to be able to shoot things I, I will be shoosting things in the summer. Okay. In the winter, apparently, there are not enough people around to make it worth shoosting off the cannons. Because the, the shells cost so much? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I think all we do, honestly, is just, like, pack it full of black powder and then 
explode the black powder. Because you don't want to actually think... shoot anything. You're not going to shoot an artillery shell just, like, for fun. Target practice, man. <laughs> for what? World War Three, homie. You never know when them Germans are coming back. Goddamn Krauts. Oh, man. I think, honestly, the Germans are currently the leaders of the free world. They are. But... Yeah, but that's just that's just Tyler's opinion. No, that's um, Tyler's fact. I think I'd give it to Sweden. Why? I don't know. Sam loves blondes. Angela Merkel's a blonde kind of, right? Angela <laughs> Merkel, she's like a yeah, she's like a sandy blonde, I guess. Yeah, you can like yeah. her. Yeah, she's real cute. Uh, okay. <laughs> there are many things that you could say about Angela Merkel. Cute, I do not think is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Crush Tuesday. Anywho, so. Yeah, uh, so that's that's been the Merkel Minute here on the Bruce Tuesday <laughs> podcast. About how long time? You guys, uh, you guys want to rate these beers? What was that? Nothing. Let's go ahead and rate the beers. Okay. <laughs> Samuel, uh, why don't you start? Sure thing. I had Weyerbacher Sunday Mole Stout. Uh, I'm of two minds about this beer. I think actually, Tyler, you can tell the audience why I'm of two minds about this beer. Do you want to go ahead and do that? Um because it doesn't have enough heat for you, but everything else is pretty decent? Yeah. All right. Yeah, the, the heat isn't there, the cinnamon isn't there very much, but it's a chocolate coffee stout, and it's very successful. But So if they hadn't had, you know, if they hadn't indicated to me that it was going to be, you know, a southwest, or southwest, south of the border, rather, flavor, then I wouldn't have been looking for it and been frustrated to not find it. So I'm going to give it a 6.8. I think this is a perfectly good coffee chocolate stout. Uh, 11.3 is great. But just drink Sunday morning stout instead. It's pretty similar and actually indicates what's in it. All right. There we go. I had Green Flash GFB Blonde Ale. 4.8% ABV. Uh, It was fine, but not outstanding. Kind of bready, toasty not a real strong mouthfeel or presence that way you know a blonde ale isn't the most exciting style so i guess this was never going to be the most exciting beer but it's acceptable that in mind i will just write down the middle give it a five five i don't really know who to suggest this to i guess if you're just looking for like a pretty easy like not filling not alcoholic beer that you just like want to have because you're social drinking maybe this would be a good one but i i wouldn't drink more than like one or two so there we are seems fair should i do mine oh uh, well we had a fourth person on right so they should probably go first see what he's saying is obviously you should go next oh he's making fun of me this is the thing where you've driven me a hard time see this is what i was talking about how it's already happening how was wait what i think earlier we we're talking about how you guys give me a hard time I did, I did give you not the easiest time just now. It's okay. It was a, I'll admit, it was I'll a pretty, this is a pretty low-key episode. Um, okay, so yeah, I had Brainless on Raspberries, Epic Brewing's Belgian-style ale. Raspberries. Raspberries. It was 9.0% ABV. Uh, I like it. Uh, I don't think I liked it as much as their Brainless on Peaches, just because that's his personal preference for peaches over raspberries. It's a very good raspberry ale, whether or not it's very Belgian- unclear i'd probably give this like a 6.2 because i liked it i i'm assuming it's a little lower than the peaches one i don't remember what i gave the peaches i think that was pretty high because i was really into it when i had it that one time 
I'll check later. You'll check later. Yeah, oh, um, when Sam updates all those. Uh, I was yeah. just going to say, the hey, spreadsheet. punk motherfucker, it's up to date. <gasps> Good job. Well, this episode isn't in it yet because it's still happening. But right, right. Well, it's going to be. Yeah, um, yeah and I recommend this to anybody who just really wants to get turned on a fruit beer because this will do it. For sure. Although yeah. I don't feel too brainless. Maybe I seem brainless to other people. Well, you only had half of it. I did. I can't drink more of it because I have to drive home. But you would you would say, if you want to get brainless on something fruity, yeah. you would primarily recommend brainless on peaches. I would, which is actually also out now. I saw it at the store next to brainless on raspberries, but I was like, oh, I've had peaches, so go raspberry. But either one, whatever your preference is. Go for it. Well, it sounds like the Brainless series has been pretty good in general. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have, you know, your personal preference in fruits, but overall it seems fairly strong. Yeah, they're all good. They're really strong, and they're just very tasty. Like, it's just a solid fruit. Like, I've had some really gross fruit beers that are just like, hey, this is really fruity and sweet. Get it? And it's, like, gross. But these are really, these are real nice. Can these fools do Brainless on pears? I want to get Brainless on pears. Oh, I feel like that happened once. Oh, really? It tastes like sand. I don't know. I'll look into it. We can see if we can get that. Get a sticker on there. Yeah, just put pears on it. I eat stickers all the time, dude. <laughs> Sam, do you know what you'll be drinking next week? Uh, so while my uh, tour south of the border is complete, uh, oh. I'm headed next to East Asia. Ooh, uh, land I, of enchantment. I, okay. What? <laughs> land of enchantment? I feel like you can say that about anywhere <laughs> if you aren't from there. I don't know about, like, Madison, though. I was like, I'm going to go to Wisconsin. Like, oh, the land of the enchantment. The land of enchantment. Everyone like, always oh, that's it. where the cheese is. That's what people really say. <laughs> anyway. You get brainless on curd. I do, on I've the regular. I've been there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to have a beer from Hidachino Nest, uh, which is a Japanese yes, brewery. Yes, I'm aware of them. I, I think I had one of their beers on this show before. I, I think you had a stout of theirs. Hidachino, it was like an owl stout or something like that. But owl is just their logo. So oh, all their shit well, is owls. Then, then fuck me. <laughs> fuck you indeed. <laughs> I have their owl IPA. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Super. All right. You guys are really well. good friends. It's really nice to see. <laughs> Just refreshing. Uh, well, thank you, Mary, for coming on. Hopefully we didn't give you too much of the business this episode. No, this is fine. I feel very unattacked this episode. Okay. Wonderful. Um, if you want to write in uh, attacking or praising Mary, uh, you can you can uh, email us at bruisingtuesdaypodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at bruisingtuesday, or you can comment on our links at bruisingtuesday.com. Don't let the best just keep you down. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Here comes a tears. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. You feel better. Sorry when I laugh really loud into the microphone. Uh, that, that last one I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to see that spike on the waveforms. <laughs> <laughs>